Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. It's your girl Kimbo here, a.k.a. Kimbo Kush, <laughs> and she's high boots right now. Uh, we got some guests in the building. I am sitting next to Becky Campos, oh, my co-host. Hey. But then we also got Tacular in the yeah. building. What's up? All right, you guys, you you gonna have to love us on this one because um we were planning on having three mics. However, we only have two. We're very co-host. I feel like Christina. <laughs> yeah. Mission, like we're, well, you know? that's what I told Kim. We're like Oprah and Christina <laughs> for the millennial girls. The, the dynamic world. duo. <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna be best, y'all. Not sure. <laughs> No, but I feel bad because I'm like, we're just ill-equipped to like, so I'm hoping that our sound sounds, you know, okay. But yeah, welcome back to the show, guys. We're on episode 60, motherfuckers. 60. Yes. Holy shit. Holy shit. Hey. You guys, um, I had to look up how to say 60 in Thai, though, because it was it's different. It's like... Hoksip. That's how you say 60 in Thai. Hoksip. Damn, damn, bitch, that yeah. was good. That yes. Was like, that was like sexy Thai. She's half Thai. That's better than my Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Which is 60 in Thai and Spanish. 60. 60. Yes. yes. Episode 60. You guys, That's for amazing. episode 60, we really wanted, I wanted to come out and do a, you know, come with a bang. I brought on two of my besties on the show. You know, we, we all know Becky, but you guys know um, Angelica, Jellistacular, from our episode from the House <laughs> Music Appreciation episode. So if you guys haven't checked that one out, that one's a vibe. That we need to do that vibe. again. That was a great time. We that gotta, was a good time. Yeah, we got to do that shit again. But it was via Zoom. This is the first time you're, like, in the studio. Yeah, I could see your beautiful face. I could see your titties. I could squeeze them if yes. I want. Like Kim made us Thai salad, too, which is fucking amazing. It, she's been the hostess with the mostest. But I, we're in the studio, and I'm just, like, blown away. It looks so cute and amazing, and I can't wait for you guys to see it because it's a vibe in here you know it's a vibe it's a vibe i can see why you have so many dope sessions because it's definitely a vibra you know what it kind of yeah it is maybe that is the energy it's what well remember no because what she just said she's like i can see how you guys have dope sessions in here and and I'm like, yeah, I think I didn't think of it that way, but yeah, oh, the maybe environment it's that like you're the, in? the energy. Well, you know? guys, well, great well, we energy, they great they energy. they just came in and we uh, so Rick uh, producer Rick and me, we we put like we like opened up the studio a little bit more, and then we got a sickening sign, guys. It's dope. It's dope. It's fucking sickening. I was a I'm a part of the. It's fucking, like a red light special yes. slash crystal haven slash artistic slash inspiring slash dope area girl <laughs> you better go ahead and be my my, my cheerleader right. okay, i'm always your cheerleader girl. that's true yeah my my tribe is so special y'all i'm so i'm so jealous is the, that leo insider oh yeah she's she's your biggest she cheerleader. loves to be your cheerleader so look at my, my motherfucking friend y'all <laughs> so like, look at my motherfucking friend right there no when i first met gels i was working seven days a week because she was, she was it, working like she got two kids. No baby daddy. Yeah. She's no. like laying rent. <laughs> no, what? it was very that. She owes some mafia men money. That's how she was working. <laughs> like she was just doing it. So, and you know, me and Jels had hit it off, you know, like we were friends and we were like going out and having a good time. I mean, you, we were what? Like, like 22, I think. Yeah. So we were a mess. We yeah. Were full, we were... It, 
we were a mess but we were also in our bag so it was just a recipe for disaster we and like about our money i think yeah. that's one thing that we can say <laughs> is we were always about our money for sure so I there would yeah. yeah, so there'd be times where i'm like yeah chelsea can't hang out like i'm fucking exhausted and there was this she had this moment with me she was dead ass too she was like okay back i'm gonna ask you she's like you work really hard okay <laughs> She's like, and you're taking care of Charlie. You're taking care of everyone. She's like, but who's going to take care of you? Okay. I, I, you better. Okay. You better it was do like it. A, it was like an Oprah moment. Yeah. You know, like now she's the self-care queen. No, well, Becky literally is like if she wasn't I here. I think I quit my, my, my part-time job that I had that I was doing. Like, I think I quit like two weeks after that. I think you were just in a place in your life where like you were grinding every moment mm. and that's probably what you felt like you had to do, but you were doing it. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, us as like alpha hardworking women in general, I feel like we do, we, we feel like we, there's, there's more that we can attain. There's yeah. more that we can go for. Like all of us, like I love about our tribe of girls, like our type. So, so, okay. So let's just share with the, you guys, we're, yeah. we are in a show. Yes. <laughs> So y'all gonna have to you know bear with us. I got them high as fuck. I, I busted on my I busted on my my beautiful bong guys. My bong is so beautiful. It's gorgeous. And, and we smoked my homegrown, the white OG, and we are sitting pretty. But um, I brought on two of my besties on the show. Um, it's episode sixty, and um, I want to share with you guys though a little bit more about our history, like how we know each other, and, and like yeah. just like who we are to each other, you know. So basically, Becky and Angelica, they they kind of shared a little bit more of their history of like how long you guys have like been friends. So how long has it got now that you guys have been friends? I think, I think it's been thirteen years. Thirteen years. 13. Yeah, 13 years. I wonder I just made 11. We've been friends longer, Jules? Yeah. yeah. You and I have been friends about Since 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. Holy shit. Maybe yeah, even, and then maybe yeah, maybe even 16. Really? Oh yeah. We are old. Yeah. Don't <laughs> say, damn, bitch. Yeah. That just had Did you just Did you hear that had weight to it? 16 years. Like, bitch. Bitch, you're talking to a fucking uh vain Leo right now. I'm a new mom. <laughs> I am not confirming nor denying my age. <laughs> oh, she bitch. ain't ready yet. <laughs> oh, she, bitch. She ain't ready to be in her Maya Angelou bag. I know, right? I fully, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting with two aunties here. Like, we are. And okay, proud the fuck of it. Aunties. Aunties. Uh, Becky called me the, the other day. She wanted to go to the titty bar. She was like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> Becky straight up was like, bitch, guess where I'm at? I was like, where she's like i'm at the titty bar right by your house come through i was like no what are you doing <laughs> she's gonna say some shit like the wings are good <laughs> now nah, she was supporting her ex-co-worker which i'm here for who just got All a right. bbl and her titties done yeah, so. it was we went after we went out after our work christmas party like let's go see our friend vanessa but anyways back to how we know each other in our friendship <laughs> you're still with us yeah congrats to you literally <laughs> literally a show i know right Good show. <laughs> you guys, you guys, it's Christmas. We are all very much overwhelmed and stressed and over, but we have a lot going on with our lives and our jobs and our and you know, we have shout out to Jells here who's a mom as well. Right. Who's got a whole baby too. So just like this is our this is our relief episode. We're just gonna like <laughs> We're going to have some fun. We're high. This is the girlfriend's episode. Literally. Yeah. yeah. This is this is like the growing pain. Your girlfriends, you know, you've been friends for 15 years and you've been through all this shit. And now we're here. We're going to 
catch up and talk about good squeeze shit. a titty. That you know, yeah. every time I see you, Jules, I'm Kim always grabbing your titty. Always squeezes my titty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm mad at it though. Right. I'm always like, and there's always like, there's always an even exchange. I'm yes. Like, I do a nice little grab. Yes. You know, we have our groping moment. We do. We'll look each other's uh, to each other's eyes, yes. and I'll be like, I'm like Jules. Yes. I'll like grab a titty. She'll grab my Y'all ass. Y'all some fake ass lesbians. <laughs> I know. You see, your girl, your wife is jealous. Sitting She's here mad jealous. jealous. So yeah, guys. I'm so just a fake lesbian apparently no nah, y'all are real real lesbians though <laughs> the way y'all love each other love on each other no so these two angelica and Mac here they're like literally we we always joke within our group is like that they're like married like that's her wife like right. they treat each other like because they're just like thick as thieves and we're sister wives so, yeah they're like sister wives it's, it's hilarious and, and kim then is our, kim is our other sister i know i'm like well i'm also like their um like I'm like uh, the third sister. I'm the auntie. Oh, I'm the auntie. Yeah, I'm more the, the auntie. auntie. Yeah, I'm not like in the relationship with you and Jose and, and Becky because you guys are all in a relationship <laughs> together like, with disclaimer, Issa. Disclaimer. <laughs> with the Hi, baby. Hypothetical disclaimer. <laughs> and then Issa comes in. It's like you guys really, <laughs> Becky. Like, come on. You know she's been here before, so whatever. That's Issa is Jaz's child, yeah, she is. who's a cutie pie. Uh, our beautiful, almost ten month old. Wow. Baby girl. What are you gonna do for her one one year birthday party party or anything? We're you know we're stuck in between being you know the type of parents that throw like a huge shindig, which you know I'm completely capable of. You know, but you there's another side of us that you know we would love to keep it intimate and yeah. kind of that like. Back to family, organic, you know. But we, I, we want to celebrate her in the biggest true, way. So we're kind of torn. Yeah. We're torn. Well, you guys didn't, you guys didn't have parties for like the other occasions for Issa. So maybe, we didn't. maybe you should do a big party for this one. Not even an engagement party yeah, but, either. Yeah, we've, we've definitely like sacrificed a lot of our, you know, life events. Maybe it'll moments. be a housewarming as well. Yeah, because you guys are—they're looking for a house now, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. really excited starting that process. All my so. people are like have like big stuff going on, and it makes me so happy. Well, I think it's really true when people say, you know, you are who you hang with, and you know, I think that we, when you continue to surround yourself by people who want more and do more, then you're aligned and you're on the same frequency, and you guys are going to grow together. You know, I think that's the only way that we've all been able to maintain our friendship for 15 years. I know, right? It's you know, we've we've really grown together. So I'm proud of where we all are right now. All I of am us, too. our whole tribe. Look, look at yeah. us. Look at us going from complete yeah. ratchetness and highness in the us, beginning guys. to like she's like, okay, guys. So <laughs> she like dived into her like Christina and Oprah, and she was like, so I'm yeah. channeling my inner. I know. The inner Miss Cleo. But this is literally, yeah, literally. This Cleo is literally our Leo. dynamic because we're like, we're like, well, hi, we'll be hi. We'll like have these like deep talk. Like, okay, guys. So what if? And then we're like also like, bitch, give me your titty. Let me squeeze it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, that's kind of, so we, me and, so yeah, I know Gels because I went to high school with her cousins, her name, um, Senya, who's been on the show as well. Shout out to you, Senya. Um, she, um, I knew her in high school and then we just like, I started like hanging out with, with our group. Like I, I hung out, she got really close with you guys, like you, Vanessa and Elaine. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then like, that's how I met you guys. Cause then I started hanging out with Senya. It was like in our college years. Like I was like 22, maybe 23. Yeah. Maybe even younger. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. It was, it was when I started to go out, which was like, I was like 21, 22. And then, um. <coughs> and then I met Becky at work and we just kind of clicked and I think it you know 
the friendship just grew and then Nordstrom, I right? kind of yeah at Nordstrom mm-hmm. I thought we could name can we name names Nordstrom? girl ain't Nordstrom, Nordstrom don't give a fuck about me so I mean I can bleak it out if you want me to we're not about to no, tw- we and we're not care. bad we love Nordstrom we love Nordstrom listen yeah. I am a Nordstrom icon member yeah yes bitch I bought a belt on Nordstrom she gets the, the Nordy bars complimentary okay. uh, go to the E bar also go to the cafe order the Niswa salad tell them yeah you. <laughs> see okay oh, yo. you can plug Nordstrom wait can Kim, have you sponsor Kim? Wait, no, I've talked about this salad she with did. Kim yeah. on the show once because I went and had lunch there before I came to record. Yeah, and Kim was like, "What the fuck do you mean you went to the fucking Nordstrom cafe?" <laughs> I shaded the fuck out of her because I was like, "Bitch, you have all these options to eat, and you choose that place." And she was like, it's "No, amazing. Kim." She's like, been? "No, Kim." I've actually had lunch there once before. It's really great. The, yeah. the, the food is great. The service is great. The quality is great. Yeah. And the prices aren't, I mean, some of the stuff is more expensive, but I feel like the quality's there, though. Yeah. And yeah. Kim will spend money on food. She, true. Oh, true, I, true. If there's one woman I know that eats good, it's Kim. For sure. I love food. I love food. I will eat. And the thing is, like, I'm trying to, you know, choose now a little bit better about, like, what, in the sense of, like, what I value. Like, food is, I, bitch, I will buy food. And the thing is, like, even though I used to be, I, I have a fashion design degree, guys. Yes, I know. I went to fucking fashion school. But yeah, even I am like, bitch, I ain't paying twelve hundred dollars for no bag. I just like I can't. Like I'm just like it to me, that's yeah, just like tough. so it's tough for me because I'm I have that side, but that's so like I have the fashion side, so I'm like I appreciate also the, qual- the quality. You girl your girl's looking at like a Louis belt. I want like a sickening Louis belt. Listen, there's something to be said because I think I'm at a place in my life too where I have the opportunity to finally invest into, you know, pieces like that. And I have to stop and think it's still like, it's still kind of a pricey item. And am right. I doing it for my ego or is this a quality piece item? And there right. are some designer pieces that are quality and the quality is unmatched. And I can go to H&M and get a, th- you know, a $65 bag or something online, but the quality is not going to be there. I hear but that. I would, can I just say something about Nordstrom? And I think you both would appreciate this. And I, I was going to share it with you. But I was recently, for my job, I was branching um, the Nordstrom corporate. And they had this amazing uh, installation on their beauty floor that kind of elevated and showed all of the black and brown and like Latinx and women nice. of color uh, beauty brands. And they've kind of invested. They're committed to investing into bringing these um you know, people of color, their brands mm-hmm. onto the beauty floor. And to see something like that highlighted was so powerful to me because I've been in the beauty industry for 15 plus years now at this point. And you've never been able to see the faces of black and brown men and women in mm-hmm. beauty. And it was powerful. And I just, I wanted to share that because I felt like yeah. it would be something to be appreciated. Oh, yeah. She showed me the pictures when she got back from that trip and it looked really cool. Where were you at? It was like, it, I, I told her, I was like, I feel like this should be like in an art gallery, yeah. the way they had it presented. It were you in the state? No, I was in, uh, I was in Seattle. I was, uh, at their, I was at, um, it's called Store One. So okay. it's actually like their downtown. Because I their hear. first store they ever I hear opened. Portland's like woke as fuck. I hear it's like a, such a sick. Were you in, oh, no, you I were was in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, bitch, yeah. never mind. No, I thought it was white. <laughs> we're high. I, we're high as fuck. <laughs> I, you know, I, no, Seattle, Seattle's white as shit, right? 
Super it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they did it there. Okay, shout out to Seattle. But I think it's not just there. It's it's everywhere. I think it's about it's it's more about it's more about Nordstrom giving a platform right, and inviting right. in these like niche organic um, brands to have an opportunity on a, a sales floor of the capacity and luxury of Nordstrom, and then also to be highlighted. I thought that's, it was like that's huge. really really amazing, and it was just really refreshing to see. You know, yeah, because you've been in this game for a while, girl. Yes. You haven't seen that shit, so no. Yeah, I, I would like to think that there's, you know, we're having some. It's there's some progression going forward with that. You know, I, I like to, because the thing is, though, guys, this is like, and I'll share more a little bit later. But like, what I've been like hanging out, I've been hanging out with like whites now, with like cannabis in the cannabis world, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so like I'm hearing different perspectives, and like, bitch, they are mad that we're like now that they're not on the top of the food chain, like we are, oh bitch, they're mad. Like they're just like, oh my God. Like, yeah, like if I go to places and I don't wear a mask, like they're going to yell at me right away. But if like a person of color doesn't wear a mask, they're not going to say anything to them. They're not going to like, you know, I was just like. Well, yeah, I think that, you know, um, white people are finally living in a place of what it feels like to be on the other side. There you go. What it's like to be held accountable. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It doesn't feel good white people, does it? Oh, yeah. Poor, poor white people. Oh, my God. You know, I I think about you often in the (coughs) industry that you're in and knowing that it's, you know, predominantly white male based. You know, we've had conversations about it. Oh, yeah. Um, Kim wants to get me over to the other side. Oh, bitch. She's coming. You guys. Yeah. Jealous Tackler. She's coming to cannabis. It's just a matter of time. And when I the thing is, though, the thing is, like, we just need we need your help. Like, it's a very it's giving it gives you very much starter starter um company vibes like a startup vibes because everything is everything is like we've never done this before compliance never heard of it what do we compare to oh shit we don't compare to anything because it's the first time it's ever been done in life like because weed is still federally illegal still on a federal basis there's a lot of like like complications navigating through an entirely different system yep and then it's state by state like one state could be completely so different than the other. And, and we talk about this. I get so angry when I think about all the black. And <coughs> every single time I walk into a new dispensary and I see how posh and chic it is, it makes me sick to my stomach that uh-huh. there are still people incarcerated for weed. It drives me fucking nuts. Crazy. And it like eats at the pit, pit of my stomach. Well, let's save this do for I buy th- my weed. Yes, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be like I'm not, We're going to dive into that later when okay. we do our when we do meditate mastery Medicaid cuz I I cuz the thing is guys, believe it or not, Jell's tacular here was the one to like introduce us to like to She's weed. been in the game. She's been smoking la ganja Finally. way longer than us. Finally they came yeah. around. She's been wanting us I'm to get on this. I'm definitely an advocate for cannabis for sure. Yeah. I, okay. It's not, it's not we'll save that. Yeah, we'll save that cuz I definitely want to get into that. I do cuz I think that's such a fucking important thing for us to like dive into cuz like especially right. since Jell's tacular, she's been, you know, in the game for a while, but I wanted to just kind of like get into still like loving you guys and just thanking you guys <laughs> to be here. We're high. We're yes. feeling good. The vibes are right. The, the vibes, vibes are right. right. The, the light looks good on your great. skin. You know, I think and, it like, was the Thai egg salad. <laughs> yes. So I, I also, I cooked a dinner for them. I made yum egg. That shit was spicy. I know. It wasn't spicy to me at all. Call her out, girl. You know what Call your friend me that out. Just because I'm Mexican, people just assume that I'm supposed to like spicy shit. And I don't. Okay? <laughs> Dang. Y'all hear that? I was at a restaurant 
restaurant. Woo! And this waitress like tried to shame me for saying something was too spicy. The pozole lady, remember? Oh, where? The lady at. Uh, should I call it out? No, honestly though, like it is one of those things, right? In our community, we're like, wait, bitch, you don't fuck with spicy. Yeah, I mean, she was like, remember I? You're not Mexican. I'm oh, like, I was making. Right. No, you know, for honestly, for me, I don't look at it that way. Um, but <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. Like, but I will say, like, when I'm cooking for a crowd, and then like I know that someone's coming that doesn't like spice, I'm always like, fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, like oh, I gotta bitch. rethink the whole menu. You know what uh, I mean? So that's really the only time I'm like, no, God but, damn it. But, but no, but, but Gels, that's like the, we're talking about the white person that like can't eat hot Cheetos. Oh, that person. Okay. You know what I mean? Because like you'll still you ate it and you liked it. Yeah. yeah. Bitch, a, a white person that doesn't like fuck with spice would been like, oh, oh, I need water. I don't like, know. I, the people who literally want everything plain. I don't know. I mean, how shout do you out do to it? the people that don't need spice in their life. No, I don't know how you live out. I don't I want a hot dog. Nothing on. I want a burger. Nothing. Just the yeah, burger. And just the bun. Bur- yeah. Like, what you don't the like fuck? ketchup. <laughs> Falta sabor. <laughs> just, right. like, hello. Yeah. People like that, though, we need balance in our lives. <laughs> Shout out to the people that are not buying hot sauce, you know. Shout out to you. Your assholes <laughs> are probably not burning, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I got gels. I got her. She's laughing. <laughs> oh, Lord. I love my friends, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. Is your this sciatica is okay? <laughs> No, I'm being dead Why out. are we old? No, this bitch didn't call it my sciatica. <laughs> and on that she note, just called my sciatica. You want the chair back? No, no, no. I'm asked because you keep no, moving. No. You're fine? Yeah. Okay. We're going to, <laughs> with that being rig. said of us being old, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to let this bitch roll out her sciatica or whatever. And we'll be right back. <laughs> and we will be right back. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimbalology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. And we are back, everyone. Welcome back to the bullshit. Yes, it's time for meditate, masturbate, or medicate. Yeah. Yes. I kind of gave you guys a preview of what we're going to talk about, which yeah. is gels. Yeah. Watch I switch it up on you. <laughs> which we're Just okay kidding. with too. We're okay with no, too. No, no, no. Um, I want to talk about Medicaid because yes. we are high on AF. Kim's homegrown, which Kim, I have to tell you when you, first of all, you guys, she gifted Jose and I, which is my fiance and I, she gifted us some of her homegrown. And it was amazing. And I have to say, from somebody who just started growing their shit, I was very, very impressed. Thank you. And and being a, I'm just a self-diagnosed bud tender. But I'm saying what I felt was really kind of this euphoric feeling. It had me feeling very euphoric and very kind of 
lighthearted and it was a really nice strain to smoke. And we noticed that every time that we smoked it, we had like a really kind of upbeat, uplifting Sweet. energy. Yeah. Yeah. I gave them the Sour Stomper. That's the one I gave, and the, which was my first... The first one I harvested. It was great. Thanks. Done with love, baby Thanks, girl. Jess. You know what? Honestly, guys, that's really what it was. Like, I, I tended... I would hand pick out the caterpillars out of my bud babies, and I would feed them to my chickens. So I would yeah. go through in the morning, and I would go through, and I would spend, like, 30 minutes, and I would, like, go through and look through the buds to make sure they were, like, caterpillar-free. And every time I would find one, I'd take that little bitch, and I would feed it to that <laughs> chicken who was sitting there waiting to eat it. No, so. remember the night of the tornado... Um, over the summer, so over the summer in the south, in the, okay, I'm not even going to name the names, in an area of the suburbs in Chicago, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I said now she wants to tell everybody where I live, I know, literally, <laughs> literally, so anyways, there was a tornado near Gels' vicinity, I'm done, <laughs> they won't do their Googles, like, all right, where, where the fuck did this tornado go in the summer, <laughs> Mind you guys, no. we have the thing is and though, it was I like to, I in need this to remind area no, no, too. I need to remind Becky though that there are listeners out of the country. So we gotta like also be mindful of like people that are not explaining even in, to yeah. them like where yeah. like what are we talking what we're talking about. Yeah, bitch, we gotta listen. You no, guys, I said, we are from, I said where from out of the country. We have exactly. like at least thirty-seven pe- countries that have that's amazing. So like you guys, thanks guys. So you guys, whenever Becky, we're international. There, we, we are though. We are y'all. What's up? Okay, shout out to the, shout out to the international shout listeners. Out. We love you and we appreciate you too. Sorry shout that we're from the shout out queen. Literally, <laughs> sorry that we're always referencing like small ass hick ass towns in fucking like <laughs> chicago or like illinois the suburbs suburbia. right that you guys are like what i don't know what the <laughs> fuck this means but anyways no so ahead. i sent i sent this message to the group chat because it happened late at night and i was i happened to be up watching a movie and i was like is everyone okay like what's going on and then kim responded <laughs> she was like oh my god i was freaking out she literally wrote in all caps i was literally screaming not the ganja <laughs> <laughs> Her plants are outside. Yo, that would have been devastating. I, are you kidding me? I spent it months. Takes a lot. I spent time. months yeah. tending to them since they were They're seeds. They're so delicate. They're so delicate. Yes, and no. they feed on your energy. So but, that's what I'm saying. Like, right, and they, they, you know what? They were probably scared, and that's why Kim's <laughs> energy probably helped them. Dead ass, um, though. <laughs> well, the thing was, I have a greenhouse outside, guys. That's where I grow my plants. And the wind and shit would take, would blow the damn roof off. Right, right. So I was like, well, shit, that's where I fucking grew my weeds. And so it I takes to, you know, a lot of time to start over. Fuck and yeah. And, and, and you know what we just yeah. realized? We have to cover that bitch in the winter because it's, it's about to snow and shit here in Chicago, guys. We're going into winter. And so or we're in fully in winter, but the weather doesn't know what the fuck she's doing because it's about to be 60 degrees like in a, a day or two. Did you see that shit? Yeah. It's crazy. Anyways, Mother Earth, we love you. We, I'm praying for you. Um, literally, like I have to cover my greenhouse. It's gonna fucking freeze, and I'm so concerned because I want to grow weed next year, guys. Okay, or in the summertime, okay. it's important. So what you were smoking and feeling, gels, was yeah. the love. And I the, did. Yeah. I, I, I literally would stay in there, and I would I would sing to them. I would listen to my podcasts in there. I would meditate in there. We felt that for sure, girl. And, thank and you. And now, I, did I just smoke a different strain? You did. You did. Yeah. Ricky That's loves great. this one. Um, it's called the white OG. You're a great cultivator. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm I impressed. give them love. I give them eggshells. I, I give them chicken poop. Yeah. Because uh, I, I used to try, I used to smoke on some other homegrown shit. And yeah. 
It would definitely take me twice as long to get uh-huh. mm-hmm. Plus, we also smoked in that badass bong. And I put a little Chief Keith in there. So, Oh, Keith. so we huh. <laughs> oh, so Becky. Okay, so let's, let's, let's educate Becky on like what Keith is. Because I don't think she knows, right? So, Keith... <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because if unless I want to get high high, I stay away from the keef. But keef is really the dust that comes from, you know, if you have a grinder and you put your weed in there, you're going to grind it up and it's all settles on the bottom and it's the strongest, pretty much the strongest potent THC of the bud in that dust. Yeah. And you can kind of it's like a finely grain portion yeah. of the flower and you can um smoke it on its own you can kind of sprinkle your bud um with it over but it has you know the most highest concentrated point of thc correct me if i'm wrong though. no you did it i love i love the way you explained it because that's how people that's like in a sense in a layman's terms yes literally the dust so to speak yes. off like if whenever you touch a bud whenever you touch marijuana guys like the actual plant if you notice it's sticky Right. So what you're actually touching, guys, is the trichomes. Like there's all these little like little bitty tiny little. If you look and zoom in on the cannabis plant, there's trichomes. Right. And that's actually where the THC is. Mm -hmm. So that's what. So essentially, um, if you guys are grinding your weed, all those little trichome heads fall off. And that's what the dust is. And that's where all that that's the most potent there. And that is going to make you stronger. So if you want to get really high. I've done that already. I didn't know that that's what I was doing. I was (laughs) I'm new to this game. I and know. I'm spending this money and I'm like, I'm not going to waste this shit. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to put some of this powder on here. I'm going to put some <laughs> of this powder. Like salt and pepper. And she's yeah. like, you know what? I Let see- me just put a little I season my joint. <laughs> I thought I was just seasoning the joints. She's like, I thought I was in them. I thought it was in my Patty LaBelle bag. Right. <laughs> Listen, the I only Patty smoke Keef on the weekends. You're not going to catch me smoking Keef when I got shit to do, okay? Does I mean, it really fuck it, you up? I mean, I think it depends on the strain. And what often happens is, like, people use one grinder from for multiple yes. strains of weed. Yes. And so you kind of have this, like, concoction that ends up being made. Yep. I don't know one person that uses different grinders for different strains, you know? You just kind of yeah. use the same thing. So at the end of the day, when you're sprinkling Keef, yeah. Keef, all Chief of that Keith. good Chief Keef. Yeah. So could could you wash <laughs> your grinders? Like, is that a thing? Like, you rinse them out? You don't out want and... to because most of the grinders are going to be metal, though, and they're going to, like, rust up and, like, you know what oh, I mean? So, like, okay. typically, like, uh, well, the thing is, though, some of the ba- some of the not-so-good grinders are going to get sticky and right, the resin right. will get stuck in, you know, will st- get stuck in there and yeah. shit like that, too. Um, Ricky's gotten a phenomenal grinder. We, we bought that we just bought like at this local little like head shop right here. It is the best grinder, honestly. I'm old school. I still break up my weed. Really? Yeah, and I don't do the best job of it. And I know Jose is somewhere listening right now and probably looking at me like, you smoke. He gets so mad because he wants to grind the weed as you should. You get more out of your flour grinding yeah. your weed, right? Some people it breaks don't prefer it up to do it, but hand. I do it kind of a shitty way. I do it like a half-ass way, and I kind of just like <laughs> stuff it into the, you know, in, into the bowl. Like I'm just yeah. trying to smoke it. Like let's go, let let's go. But I have smoked with you, Joe, and I do know that you do that. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, I have be bad, the biggest nug. Guys, like they'll be I, like the I, biggest nug just fucking. I sitting have in there. horrible smoking habits for being a smoker, like I am. But you know what though? That's all I would argue with that that you have an OG. It's like, OG. It's yeah, you're yeah. like an OG. Like I'm living like in old the niggas from back in the day. They For just sure. use the hands, you know what I'm saying? They don't be like, what the fuck you got over here? Right. Hey, what? Grand, get the fuck out of here. I just, just smoked over you know? the holiday. Um, my brother's friend, Gerald, 
He's like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, Gerald. Yes, Gerald. Come on, yeah, Gerald. What's up, Gerald, if you're listening? <laughs> you know, you're an OG, too. Send Gerald the episode. Well, he brought over um, some wax, and uh. he had an entire concoction. What do you call it? It's like. So he dabs? He dabs. Okay. I, see, so that's he had a, a whole, rig. He had a rig. He had a rig, yeah. yeah. And it was very clean. Yeah. And you did it with him? Yeah, we you did it. You got high boots, bitch, didn't you? I was. High, high. You, you get really high. But he really actually high. also had some insight, too, that apparently the way that he was smoking it when he first got the rig and he first got the wax, um, he wasn't smoking it the correct way. And that when he started smoking it the correct way, as he found out later, it's more of a clear high than kind of like an overwhelming like stuck in your couch kind of lazy high because I was always afraid of wax. I smoked wax one time at a party and I yeah. was just like I can't do shit in the couch. Like, yeah. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I wanted yep. to get tacos and go home. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It depends. it depends on the strain. <laughs> when was this? <laughs> Her who, wife is upset. Who is she? <laughs> Her wife is upset. Whom's when? Where? Maybe she needs more of this. Uh, maybe she needs to dab more. Right. I'm like relax. that. Actually, sounds like a great version of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Becky's dream version. Of right. Me. We get to leave the party early and go get tacos. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> You're like, Kim, find this shit and give it right. to Joe so we can get like this. All but the it time. was, I mean, it was a clean high. It was a good high. Let me that break thing that down. Was crazy. And he said it was super expensive. I think those rigs are like, I don't yeah. know anything about that. World, so, so, so basically, I don't dab guys, but I know a lot about this because I used to be a bun tender and I'm, I work in cannabis. So basically, so basically what your what Gerald, shout out to Gerald, was smoking was was basically concentrate, right? Mm-hmm. So there's different forms of cannabis as well. So you'll have the flower, which is your bud, which is your mari- you know, marijuana, like it has many she has many names, but that's the actual flower My itself. Favorite. I love flower. I'm a flower girl. I'm a flower mm-hmm. girl as well. I think I am too. You're a flower yeah. girl. Yeah. Yeah, you're I'm a, flower a purist. Girl. I'm a purist in that way. Now, some will argue with you that, that that's they, they not think the purist. they think that they think dabbing is actually the purist. And we'll let's, we'll go into that, okay. right? I'm open so to it. so basically there's flour right there's also um like vaping so that's like an oil form so to speak and you can get that with diff- many different ways people you can you can extract it um using forms of like ethanol things like that or solving this which is just like more a more like more like less like it's like you know basically like you're squeezing your bud and you're getting all that juice like if you ever watch like pressing have you ever seen pressing videos of people taking bud and like pressing it between two hot and then there's all this like sticky ooze that mm-hmm. comes out. So that's basically that's called rosin. That's a form of concentrate too. So it's like this the the plant itself can be can be um, consumed in so many different ways, which is why it's so amazing. And I'm still learning every day. But then there's also like you can put it on your skin. You can take it topically as well. You can have it sublingually, which means it goes through your salival glands, like and then it hits you that way. Um, edibles, you know, it goes through your stomach. So that's why when you eat edibles, you usually wait. There's an onset time. They usually say that it's like 30, 30 minutes to like up to 90 minutes until you feel something because it's going to go through your stomach, guys. So it's going to be digested. So that way that's why it's hitting you a little later. Now, when you smoke it, it hits you kind of instantly, right? Like when you smoke flour, um, you'll notice the high right away because that's going to be like probably your, that's like your fastest onset time. Usually it's instant, right? But then... You have concentrates, and that's going to be your shatter, your wax, your butter, your sauce, your diamonds and sauce. Like They have led many different like versions of this, but it's all concentrates. So it's all, it's all taken different type of ways from the plant. 
But that is like the purest, strongest. It's basically like all the little dust that you saw off the trichomes. Okay. It's all that, but in like a more of like um like an oil based form in that I sense. See. It's got like yeah. So they've done it a different way to get to to get to the levels of that like consistency. Okay. Yeah. And then they take they take that little. So usually you only need a tiny bit, literally a tiny bit, right, to get high. And that right there, though, your tolerance, though, once you start doing the whole dabbing, they call it, and you, you need a rig and you need a, you need a, a, but, like a lighter, uh, a butane. Like, oh, my gab, God. Yeah. He literally came in with what looked like, I mean, like a mini suitcase. Yeah, yeah. Slash lunchbox. Yeah. I'm going to show like, Joe. I'm going to show her. He was like, I take this everywhere. This comes with me everywhere. And it literally looks like a little steel lunch box and he opens it up and it has padding around it just like this mm-hmm. and little spaces for each of the parts of the rig and then you have to actually put it together watch this guy right here back okay i would love okay, to see so becky so, smoke a rig so this is so this is what he's doing guys so he's gonna take that that um he's gonna they're gonna zoom in so that way becky can see it see so that's like his rig that's the rig or the, the banger or whatever they call okay. it okay they heat it up they take the drew the the concentrate. They put it on there. It melts. Now they put that thingy on there, and the little ball spins, and then it becomes uh, vapor, basically. Oh. So that's it right there. So that could be that could be rosin. That could be butter. Like it just depends. right. It melts in there, and then they put that, and then it spins, and they suck it up like the bong. You know what we were doing? Yeah. And then yeah. So that's like a vapor. It's oh like wow. A, yeah. That's like a whole it's, thing. I think actually, I actually think Becky would like it only because if you smoke it the right way, it feels clean. It doesn't have that like here. so here that smoky finish that smoking flower gives you. Right, because when I smoke like joints, it Becky the ashes, you Be- know. So look at what he's doing. So he, that's another view of when you can see, see, and he's sucking yeah. it. I love that. I actually love watching dabbing videos. It's like, it's like, it looks so cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, but the thing is, though, it also scared the shit out of me. Cause when I first saw it, I was like, are, are we smoking crack? Like I was, <laughs> I was not okay, guys. It's intense. Yeah. It's intense. And, and you know what? It's crazy that you say that because that's a stigma, right? It's kind of like something you have in your head. And, and it's funny that people who I'm like, do you smoke weed? They're like, oh, no, 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 I don't smoke, but I will take an edible. I'm like, okay, is that any better? I know. It's You're like still the, getting high. It's like the way you You're consume it. You're just eating it. your cookies instead of smoking the cookies. Exactly. But you're still getting high either exactly. way. That is actually, I'm happy you brought that up because I don't like that either. You know, it bothers like, me. Yes, it's, yes. it's almost as if like they look down on people who smoke because it's like, ugh, smoking's nasty. Like, well, oh, I no. used to be that bitch because I used to be not I about think, this I life I think at Becky all. used to be like that too. Yeah. I think everybody who kind of starts in the edible world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I did start with edibles. It's a stigma. Like, uh, like you want to get high, but you don't want the appearance of looking like a quote unquote pothead because right. you smoke weed well i didn't have that complex i just would say it like yeah i don't smoke but i do edibles which is yeah it's the same thing i'm still getting high see what you're saying yeah yeah the thing is like the 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 magical part about this this amazing plan is that you have all these different options right Right. like you you can do it that way like right with a rig and a banger and like and concentrates right you know you can you You can can apply it it to your skin you can apply it it on your your body yeah you can take a tincture you can put it underneath your tongue for sure and put a tincture underneath your tongue and then like you just literally like just let it go through your salivary glands and then also just swallow it down like and then you still get the effects that way and then like rso like do you know about rso no 
So RSO is it's called Rick Simpson oil. And so that actually um, is really cool. I'm going to show you a picture of it that way. Rick Simpson oil. And so I want, I want to show them what it looks like. So it's actually, guys, look how dark it is. Mm. So it's like, it's like that. It usually comes in a syringe, right? Wow. And so there it is there. Okay. So that's actually cannabis, right? So that, in a sense of like the storyline, I want to actually break it down. I, wanna, I don't want to lie about it because Rick Simpson is the actual person that created this. Um, and he used it to treat his cancer. And it, it worked. Who is that? Who's Rick? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna. Let me okay. break it down. Because <laughs> she, the way she looked at me with right now, she's like, I like, I knew him. I'm like, wait. <laughs> she's like, oh, wait, wait, who? Who? I'm gonna read it. Th- I'm you gonna read it through like that. Yeah. She's like, you know, Rick. You know, Rick. Right? Right? That was the look she gave me. I'm like. <laughs> You're like, did you did you date Rick? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys? What, did you? Who's Rick? Show, tell me. All right. So Rick Simpson oil or RSO is a cannabis concentrate used for many different medical benefits, including re- relieving cancer. Um, it has a thick syrupy consistency and can be applied as a topical or ingested in food or drinks. Um, and then this is this is this dude here. So he <laughs> Wait, created him. <laughs> Damn, yo, she talking shit about Rick Simpson. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> it's funny as shit. She's like, "Wait, that's him?" <laughs> I was like, "Bitch, what's wrong with him? It's like an old white dude. Who cares? Some random old white dude. That's him." <laughs> I, although I hear you, because I'm like, maybe it should have been an old black dude called Rick Simpson. <laughs> So in 2003, Rick Simpson created a cannabis oil after three uh, <laughs> after three suspicious bumps on his arm turned out to be um, a form of skin cancer. Oh my god! And so Simpson had used the cannabis to treat his medical issues in the past. So he made a cannabis oil to treat his skin cancer topically, which you can appreciate, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Applying it to the bandage and covering the cankerous spots. Uh, within days, the cankerous growths disappeared. And then, um, although his physician refused to acknowledge that cannabis as a treatment alternative, uh, Simpson became a true believer in the medicinal um, powers of cannabis, and so they ca- they named it. it after him, called RSO. Well, so, you yeah. got, remember when I talked about the um, the herbivore oil the, that had CBD in it? And how yeah. it's changed my skin. Yeah, it, like pretty much eliminates you guys. my red skin. It. I mean, guy, I was just. Yeah. You gotta see it to believe it, right. you know. I mean, it literally cured this man's cancer. Yeah, no, I you know. I absolutely believe, mm-hmm. and it's an anti-inflammatory properties. Absolutely, absolutely. Sure. There's so many, like, and then there's also like it's so many. It's such a beautiful. Studies. It's it's a beautiful plant, and it's a gift, and it's it's an exciting time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she grabbed the mic and she started leaning back. She's like, it's a magical plant. I'm I'm here to spread the word. I hear you, girl. No, but really, it's a gift, and it's it's really nice to be able to be a part of living in a time where um, it's becoming progressive. But like we were talking about earlier, I think it it comes with kind of the price tag of mm. knowing that there's people who have endured, you know, suffering and have been incarcerated. And now it's becoming this billion dollar industry that the 1% are once again making money off of. Oh, yeah. And then not include and then trying to exclude us again from making that money, even though yeah. it started with black and brown people, right? On the backs of our, yeah. you know, after we, we they used it, they, they used marijuana. Did you watch um, uh, no. Grass is Green? Oh, Netflix, bitch, you got to watch that. Um they used, you know, this plant as an excuse for systematic racism in that sense, right? They oh, used, yeah. that was their, they're I like, oh, we'll that. just, we'll just use this plant. You know what I mean? Like, cause the thing is like, if you really break down this 
literally, it's a plant. I grew it outside, guys. I didn't cook it up in a lab. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't on some fucking, um, not Dexter, the other show, um, Breaking Bad, right? It was literally me going out there, putting water, putting chicken poop, you know, watching the sun, watch it grow, you know, eat caterpillars eating it. And then that, I, I didn't even realize, because I believe the stigma too, guys. Like, I did. Jules knows. Like, I was not fucking with weed back in the day. She would be like, smoking, whatever. You actually, yeah, you... Cause it was actually back. That was back when you, when Sonia actually. Well, we spoke. have that whole line that we still say. Cause remember that one time Kim was out with you and she was trying to grill some guy that was like talking to you, Giles. And she the way she went was just like, so what? Y'all smoke? <laughs> y'all smoke trees? No, oh yeah, no yeah. She said she's like y'all smoke trees. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all smoke trees, though. I wasn't even there, but, like, they both told me about it the next day. And, like, that's, like, a line we... Yeah, I'm like, you smoke trees. Because Kim was really upset, and she was grilling this dude. It was like... I I was not... But I believe the the propaganda about it. Because I literally thought that weed was made in this, like, lab that, like, you had, you know... Yeah, I really hope that knowing me, though, and knowing, you know, even though you knew that I smoked weed that entire time somewhat like changed your perception of weed and cannabis because I felt like, you know, weed has such cannabis has such a stigma to it of like lazy people who don't work and don't do anything. And I think, you know, a lot of people when they find out and some people right now are probably finding out for the first time that I smoke cannabis and I get high, to be honest. Yes, Joe. A lot of people, Shh, this is her debut, guys. Know this, but I mean, it's, it's something, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't talk about it. It's not like all of me, right? It's a part of, you know, something that's a part of my lifestyle, but I see it as mes- medicine and healing properties. And it just, you know, to see where it's at now, it feels nice to also see my friends be open to trying it because I think I wanted you guys to try it for so long, not to like get high with me, but to experience, you know, um, some of the benefits that this has to kind of open your minds a little bit to its healing powers. And I feel like that's what excites me because, you know, I'm not saying that cannabis is for everyone. It's, it's, it's for you if you want it to be for you, but you know, it can, it can work wonders for people. So it's nice to see you guys using it in a, a different way and who would have thought that you you know 10 I years sell it later now. yeah you know you're so kind of like immersed in the community now it's crazy it bitch. is crazy it's actually kind of crazy that i'm now literally like going around training people yeah. like at dispensaries like selling it smoking like yeah it, i still can't believe it to this day and it's like the 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 but the thing is like the personal growth I had to go through to right. also to appreciate it because back then girl I was young dumb and full of cum that's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but go I just ahead, was girl. like I just was really ignorant to it I didn't yeah. understand right, right. but that, right. I think that's what they're I think that's what the whole design was right for sure making society think that this it was such this dangerous plant or dangerous drug yeah. that would fuck you up that would make you lazy and, and like unmotivated yeah. and yeah. this and this all this all the things that they would throw and then when i found out bitch that i i could grow that shit in my backyard right and i was like this is what everyone's fucking talking about mm-hmm. i just grew that shit in the backs in my backyard why are they making such a big big fucking deal about it i could not believe it and i still can't believe it um but, but you- I, I also <clears throat> think too like just with my own relationship with weed like i like obviously you both know i use it to go to sleep that's been really helpful for me 
But, um, you know, I think it could be a slippery slope if someone doesn't have the intention behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think it's also about finding out, well, what is it that works for you about cannabis? You know what I mean? Like, do you need it to, like, do you get anxiety at work? And do you have to do a little hit before you go to work? Or, um, I don't know, like, are you using it to manage pain? Are you a cancer patient? Are you... So, and I think... What happens is it's also on the other, at least for me, on the other side of it, like, I didn't think it was bad. Like, I had tons of friends who smoked a lot of weed, and I never really cared. I'm like, you can, you can even smoke around me. And it wasn't a big deal. But for me, it was, like, wrapped up. The way it was packaged to me was like, oh, this is what cool people do. You know what I mean? Like, we, really? We do, yeah, like, we do this because we're cool, you know? And I'm be like, that's cool. Good for you. But, like, I don't need that. Becky's like, like <laughs> I will not be coerced. Becky was that Slag Valley girl. Like, um, and not me. Absolutely. I'm not going to get high on my own supply. Right, right. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I, it was just like, oh, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. It just didn't entice me in that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think well, that's... I why can, I didn't do it for so okay. long, you know. I can, and then so to piggyback of what you just said, right? About the cool, it was supposed to be cool, right? Me, I grew up. My brother was the plug, guys. Like I, you know, I, I grew up with like that always around me, always accessible. But also, I was like, Ugh, I don't want to be like my brother, and I was like stupid friends, like right. Ugh, and that's you know how I, mean? I would look at him, like, oh, yeah. you guys are cool. I love you guys, but I'm like, that's your shit. That's your right. Little, cute you know, for you, but right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cute for you, but that's literally how I vision that's how that's well that was my first introduction into cannabis was that yeah well, actually I, I take that back i first knew my dad actually guys what used to grow weed and i as a kid i saw the weed hanging in the in their basement he was drying his weed and i saw it and i didn't know i mean obviously i was like i was a kid it looked like a plant i just was like it's a plant whatever and then i was like what's that what's it what does george have downstairs you know drying and i talked to my mom my mom like oh it's just, it's just george's uh, medicine it's just medicine for his eyes it's just medicine for his eyes i was like oh okay and so my dad would actually because he had glaucoma he actually would take the the leaves and he would make tea so he would drink the tea. He would so he put cannabis in this yeah. tea. Yeah. Wow. So, but I, that so that was a way that my dad right used cannabis to help him. Now you mentioned you just briefly mentioned kind of like your history. So like, just would, could you share with the like with everyone like your your like when yes. you started, but also like why you were using it so for much? sure. So I think just like most of us, like you were saying, there was a point in time where. I mean, I kind of joke about it now, but I was like, I was the dare girl. Like, they actually chose me. (laughs) Oh, bitch. (laughs) Oh, bitch. (laughs) Gels was dare? I was. Oh, my God. I was dare, and I wrote an entire essay, and I got chosen. Come on now, essay. (laughs) Come on, dare sticker. On your fucking jacket. The shirt y todo. Like, yes. the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so I suffer from anxiety and I was going through a really hard time in my young adult life. I think I was like seven, you know, I, I think I was like 16, 17, 18. And it was a, it was a tough time in my young adulthood and I suffer from anxiety and, Um, you know, I went to see a doctor and they put me on anti-anxiety medications, Xanax and all that. And I remember walking around like a zombie and just not feeling like myself. And the guy that I was dating at the time, one of my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriends, um, he, you know, had it around him and he always used to offer it to me and I would say no. And so he would notice that anytime that my anxiety kind of got a little out of whack or I was about to take a pill, he would be like, Hey, 
just take a hit. Like, take, just let me know how you feel. And one day I kind of leaned into it and I took a hit and I felt really calm and I felt relaxed. And it just kind of started any time that I felt anxious. And instead of taking a prescription medication, I would say, hey, do you mind, like, if you're going to smoke, like, save a hit or two for me and it would kind of calm my nerves. So it really did start intentionally mm. for me. But once I, to Becky's point, and I was, a, you know, I was younger. I was going, I was 20, 21. I moved to New York. Everybody smokes over there. It's like Blunt's, Hennessy's, you know, I was living in Brooklyn at the time. Shout freshly, out to Brooklyn. Shout out to BK, you know, freshly 21 years old. Um, Ooh, Jels was getting her best life out she there, She was y'all. a Williamsburg girl. Shout out to them. Yes. And when William, Williamsburg was still the hood, not like a desired place to Right, live. like Humble Park in oh, Chicago. Oh, Pilsen before, you know, it's yeah. Pilsen type of thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, everybody smoked there and I do think that it it wasn't serving me at some point and it became something that I did just like drinking to party and I would get high to party and I stopped smoking cold turkey for like three years and I think it was just something inside me I'll never forget my brothers were living together at the time and they were living underneath my grandmother's house and it was practically like a frat house there and we'd be there all the time all the girls and his friends and they went to hand me the blunt and Kim was probably there too at Juan and Danny's underneath. Yeah, yeah she was there. Go, she was one of the girls that were yeah. that, that were with me, and you know they would all smoke. I would just follow. I'm like, where are we going? Are we going here? Okay, cool. Like I would just follow. She was we there. Go. She was in the cut yeah. for sure. Yeah. And um, one day I just was like, I, I don't want to smoke because I felt like it just was taking over, and I was smoking for the wrong reasons. And when I started smoking again, I continued to be intentional with it, and I still am now. And mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jose, my fiance, he's a big smoker and, you know, I, I don't want to say it brought us together cause it didn't, but the fact that we both see it as a medicine and see it as an intentional part of our lives, it was a plus in our relationship because we don't have to hide that part of ourselves Absolutely. and we kind of view cannabis in the same way. So Absolutely. we, and it's nice because we also check each other and there's times where he'll check me and be like, you know, do you feel like you're smoking intentionally lately or do you feel like you're smoking not intentionally? Mm. And, you know, he's kind of like my mirror. And I'll be like, you know what? You're right. Like, I'm probably just getting high to get high. And that's but not also necessarily though, what, what it should be. But no, but I argue with that. That's OK. Because people use it recreationally and yeah. that's OK, too. I think. Yeah, for I sure. Think. For sure. Right. And, and but I, shout out to you guys for recognizing that, though. Yeah, because, you know, I think it's more of does it. I think that's with all, everything in our lives. Does it serve us to our highest good or is it ultimately diminishing us? But even smoking, it's not about how often we smoke, but the intention behind it. Because I hear you. when we truly see it as medicine, which I see it as a medicine, because when I wake up and I take a hit in the morning, it's like I'm taking a Xanax, but instead I'm doing something all natural for my body. Absolutely. Right. And that sustains me at night when I feel like I need to decompress and I have insomnia because I've suffered from insomnia. Um, I, I've suffered from anxiety. I'm able to smoke. And so because of that, I've really kind of navigated away in like our cannabis lifestyle where we are very particular on the type of weed we smoke. Mm-hmm. It's funny when people are like, you want to hit? And I'm like, what strain is that? And they're like, I don't know weed. I don't smoke it because you're not going to catch me smoking an indica or a hybrid indica so you dominant. Don't, you, don't, you don't ever want to smoke an indica like even at night? Not during. No, at night for sure. Oh, but I'm okay, saying I okay. need to know what I'm smoking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't sure. smoke things just because <clears throat> it's there to be smoked is yeah. what I'm saying. And if it's the daytime and you're offering me some weed and I know it's indica I'm probably going to say no because I know mm-hmm. what that does to my body and the effects that it has so right. you know it's more of that intentional piece to it but it's, it's a beautiful thing 
Becky, she smoked a little indica. Yeah, Becky, I smoked indica. <laughs> Tell her how she says edibles. <laughs> when Becky first started getting into, started getting into to weed, to cannabis, smoking, she'd be like, Chels. I'd be like, what's up, girl? Like, what's your tea? What do you want? Like, tell me. And she's like, Chels, last night, I did an edible. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you did an edible? And I was like, Beck, don't, Chels, I did an edible. And I get real high. I'm like, Becky, did you eat an edible? Did you? <laughs> I like, did it. She did it. She, she did, did an it. edible. She rubbed it on her clit. <laughs> it's really, you know, it's really, I love, and I would tell her all the time, like, you do you with the edibles, but there's no, you know, flower is it for me. Flower but power. I love to see, I love to see you're getting high now. It brings me great joy. But you know what? And you know what? She, no, it's because, no, for so long, because it would be like, anytime I would smoke with Jocelyn, it wasn't totally not smoking. I would, you know, like. On very like very rare occasions, and <laughs> there was this one. We had only been friends like maybe like two years, and Jels was going through it over some dude, and she came over. What Jels? <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> she came over, but we we just sat in her car outside my house, and she was like. <laughs> Beck, I just, I really need you to smoke with me. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll do it. So she got me real fucking high. She's spilling her heart out, right? Like, heart. like literally heart. I have this song I'm playing in the background. I'm yeah. like, and then this song, and every time I hear it, and I'm like bawling. Yeah. And this bitch literally starts busting out laughing at me. <laughs> hysterically she's so high she can't even keep it together i'm sobbing i'm mad now that she's laughing. no i'm like in tears like <laughs> she can't stop i couldn't stop and i felt so bad <laughs> i was like this is like the first time you guys smoked together or i don't know oh just like a, just maybe, a time. maybe it was like the second or third time yeah i don't remember but it was early. It was early on into our. It might have been like the fifth or sixth time, maybe. Point, you know. Well, the point is, she never used to smoke, so I got yeah. her to smoke yeah. with me, and then she didn't know how to act. And then, oh, and then I she felt does bad. Not. So yeah. anytime she'd be like, if she, you know, we'd be hanging out, chilling, and we'd be trying to have a heart to heart, she'd be like, "Back, smoke with me." I'm like, "Jells, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> laugh at you and your sorrow." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna laugh at you and your sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking evil bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though that like okay but i i love though the other day becky what you said because you were like you were like i think it finally because there's a point i feel like in your in your consumption journey right with cannabis or weed and marijuana i i also hate that people don't want to say marijuana because there's a there's a there's this a stigma like of, of association with like cannabis to marijuana have you noticed that the have you noticed that the uh the language is very particular yeah. and, uh, you know in the business world well i've been actually trying to train myself to say cannabis every time i say weed because i'm prone to saying weed and i know a lot of, a lot of people say yeah. marijuana but yeah, it's still it's a weed carries that stigma, which but I, cannabis I doesn't. actually don't like that. I, I don't like that the business side of weed is trying to disassociate right. the two because it's actually not. That's the fucking same. And when they were when they're saying like, oh, it's not marijuana, it's cannabis. It's like, but the thing is like, and this is something too that you'll find interesting when you oh my god when you join it. Like here in Illinois, you're not allowed to have anything, um, any packaging that has the actual plant, the leaf on it. That's so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. Like it's definitely it's all... like flying under the radar. Like mm -hmm. it's a lot of 
just from the things that you tell me and the things that, you know, yeah, like here's there's this disassociate. They really want to create this like, oh, that but what people it's, were doing in Legacy Week or like, like, you know, it's, it's all marketing. Yeah, it's all marketing. It's, it's marketing They're like, that's different. To this is different. Be OK with it. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I get it. Like I. As a, from a business standpoint, that's what they're fucking doing, and it's it's working. Obviously, it's a billion dollar it's a billion dollar industry now, um, legally in a sense, right? And for recreational states and adult use and medical, but you know, I, I don't. I personally have a problem with it. Like, I'm like, call it ganja, call it weed, call it bud, call it flower, because it's a, she has a lot of different names. Jazz, you know, jive, like you know what I'm saying. All those words from back in the day when it was when it was the jazz. The jazz community started right, like because back in the day, I didn't know that was a nickname for it. Yeah, well, this is like old school. This is like old nigga, old niggas ways to say it. <laughs> like, like okay. very old school, but very, but like, like back your in great like, granddad called it that. Yeah, because <laughs> literally, or not even you don't know, no, not even George. Like my dad, George okay. probably. Like back, you don't know, no, you probably before by his daddy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, though, in the jazz community, right? This is what happened, right? And this is from that documentary, Grass is Greener, on Netflix, which I highly encourage you guys all to watch. It's fantastic. They talk about how the stigma was created because back in the day, this was during the times of segregation, where they wanted the blacks and whites to stay away from each other, right? Um, they would go to j- jive, uh, jazz music happened, right? right. Jazz music ha- happened. <clears throat> and so people would go to jazz clubs, right? where jazz players were actually using, they were smoking cannabis to help with their creativity, to create beautiful music, right? Because we all know how it, the expansion that happens when you smoke weed, right? Right. You just, your, your mind opens up, right? Um, you become really creative or you get really smart, you know? So basically, uh, they saw, like, white women going to these jazz um, spots and getting really, like, high and, like, also, like, loving the music. And then they, that was also mingling between the two the races. Mm-hmm. So that was, right, that, they saw that shit, they're like, Cut! Eh, we gotta stop this shit. We got white women and black guys, you know, together or white, you know, mostly that's that, that was mostly the dynamic because white men weren't seen as much, you know, in a sense, right? So, with that being said, they're like, well, fuck, legally, because segregation, right? It's it's you know, it's that's what's happening right now. It's illegal now to for to be racist, right? In that sense, but we can make it. We can we can actually fix it where we'll just make this plant that these niggas are actually smoking illegal. Right. Put the stigma on it. And that way that'll keep the kibosh and keep whites and blacks separate. Right. And so that's really how it started. Wow. You know, they started it because they saw that happening and then they wanted to create that. St- they, but they legally couldn't say, oh, you black man and white woman don't dance together. They can't say that it's illegal now, but they can they can make that substance that that's creating that illegal so they can wow. stop it yeah so and i'm just that's very layman's turn that's very high kimbo explaining it like honestly guys watch the documentary on netflix called Gra- grass is greener it's fantastic um Snoop Dogg, like killer mike like a bunch of people make appearances so it's, it's 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 really good but um with that being said it's like that back in that day in their that jazz time they would sing about it in their songs and they would say like jive or jazz or like they had these little tiny they had these little nicknames okay. that they would call it and so that's why all those like you know those nicknames weed reefer like all that shit came right. you know so i don't like in a sense Doge. <laughs> there's Jones, so many tell them, tell them your your nickname for it and where it came from well <laughs> i would always say doge you want to smoke doge where did that where did we get doge from Oh, the Kanye West song, the Doja. The Doja. 
<laughs> yeah, remember he calls it the Doja. The Doja. It's got so, many names. So we She's got so, many names. So Jell's, you know, I'd be like, I'd tell him like, Oh, you're gonna get high off that Doja. High <laughs> <laughs> off that Doja. So Y'all smoke Jell's trees would, though. Yeah. So Jell's would come and be like, I got this Doja. <laughs> <laughs> Beck's not okay. <laughs> Orlando one time called us out on it. He was like, you guys sound fucking stupid. <laughs> he was oh. so mad about it. He <laughs> was even like, the way you fucking say it, doge. Honestly, whatever you want to fucking call it, it's a basic. I definitely, like, when I meet people, I'll be like, you smoke bud? That I naturally call it bud. Bud. Okay. Do you smoke bud? Do you smoke bud? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. If I mean it, like you smoke. <sighs> I always. And then when people are like, I smoke, but not cigarettes, and you kind of give each other that uh, look, like uh, okay, <laughs> like wh- okay, what's up? I put myself a smoker. What what's you up? smoking over there? Yes. No, I I I definitely get excited when I find out. Like like when I get to like when I get to work and I get to slide into my bud tender likeness and talk about strains, like right. geek out. I right. get really excited. I'll go around and be like, what are you smoking? Like. Oh my god, bear dance! Oh, bear dance is so fucking good. Like, oh my god, have you tried? Is there was there like a pretentiousness in that too, though? Do you meet bud tenders that think they know it all? Oh, what? They're like, actually, no, that's a hybrid. Bitch, all dominant day. Try training these little smart asses. Try telling them something about Girl, me. hello. We have them in our world, too. Okay. okay? Oh, we yeah. have people that always the think they know more than the oh, experts bitch. and the trainers. Or and the thing they is. They come prepared to stump you. Oh. There's oh. always one girl that comes prepared to stump Ooh, you. Oh, yeah. No, the, no, not the customer. The people training. Oh. Yeah. That you're training. When you, There's yeah. always that one individual. But did you know? It's like, what right. the fuck? Where is like, that sourced? Yeah. I'll get back to you on that. Right. That's Oh, that's what I do, too. Like, like listen. I, listen. I'll get back to you. I don't it. know every fucking thing about the product that I'm selling in a sense of like like there's like it gets complicated right guys they ask what 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 eth- like what how is it extracted like how is, is it, it ethanol is it source? this yeah things like that and you're just like oh shit like the wattage like what's the wattage on your vape pens it's like what people <laughs> ask that and you're like but you know what you just said it like you know I'm really nice in that sense I'll just be like like you know what oh my god you're so smart no one's ever asked me that like you know what let me actually reach out to my team I'll get back to you like I'll email you personally like, right like there's, there's just a way to navigate around those fucking people because they exist and they're mm-hmm. like they like love so yeah cannabis oh yeah all day because you get those butt tender those, like those really those pothead dudes that are like I'm so fucking smart like I know everything about mm-hmm. weed like I've been you know smoking forever blah 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 they go into their little strains and like it's like, oh, did you know that this so and so is crossed with this? It's crossed with that, and then the, you know, and then they just get into that. Right. But the thing is, though, I love though too that there's also so much mystery to it still. Like you know, we're still we're still researching like all right. the different cannabinoids. You know, like all the like CBG, CB, CBDV, THCA. All, it goes deep, you know. And each of those qualities. That's why I'm like Becky. If you really got into your cannabis bag, you would live. Cause she loves well, shit like this. I, well, I'm going. I, Kim showed me that one website, Leafly. That's what I mean by you need to know what you're smoking, and that's exactly my point. Websites like Leafly will show you if you smoke this strain, how are you going to feel? Although I've read and heard that technically, the you know the fact that it's like indigo or sativa is really based on the people. And so there's not really like truly a spectrum of what truly is indica versus sativa, which I've had that happen. I've had strains where Jose's feeling on top of the world and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm ready to take a nap. And yeah. It affects me in a different way. You're absolutely right. Cause that, that's true too, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So in a sense of when they, when she's saying like sativa indica hybrid or sativa hybrid indica, 
sativas traditionally right for the masses right traditionally they will give you energy it's more of a head high it's more behind your eyes um they come usually they're more you have that more of that um that the limonene terpene in there and that's going to give you that more of that uplifting it's usually like a citrusy or like a lemony or like an orange that's what you see in sativas a lot right your hybrids are going to be the middle base so they're going to have maybe like some will lean maybe towards sativa more more indica but indicas are going to be more it's more of that sedative like body high and you're more like in the couch like you just want to like eat some food veg the fuck like just watch some tv you want to chill you don't want to talk to me like you know your whole body may be feeling really high too and that's indicas um when they say in the couch but the thing is like they, there could be the hybrids too that kind of give you that more balanced high where you're just kind of level you, and then maybe some will lean towards more sativa maybe some will lean towards more indica right. so yeah so like that's where that's where it gets really complicated and like that's where all the like creating your own strains and crossbreeding because say for example oh i know northern lights makes me feel so good it gives me this euphoric high right shout out to like love um, northern lights but then bubba fett will make me super sedated i wonder if i take that strain and this strain and take the male seed and the like you know i don't actually i'm i'm not there yet when it comes to my growing is like cross uh, crossbreeding and all that that's something i still haven't you know dived into but they crossbreed it they take that strain and they take that strain and they crossbreed it and then they create a new strain and sometimes they'll call it you know a name between the two or they'll call it something completely different and then you can find you can pass down the strains have a lineage right and if you go and you go deep down in there you're like okay well like well, what was before Northern Lights? What is that crossed with? And then you can go into that thing. And it, it just keeps going on and on and on, right? Um, I can't remember. That's something I don't know. I need to do some research. It's like, I don't know what, like, the OG, like, strains are. Like, the ones from, like, in the 60s where, like, they start. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I know there's, like, Pakistani weed. There's, like, Colombian weed. There's Mexican weed. Like, there's all sorts of different weeds that, like, that, like, Thai weed. Thai weeds are going to be more sativa. Because uh, also it depends on where it's grown. So if you have weed that's grown in more hot environments, it's going to be more, I think, a sati- it's going to be more that sativa. Right. Indicas grow really great in the colder weathers. Um, so it's really interesting. It's like, they, it just, it's just so, it's plant, it's, it's, it's um, um, herbology. It's, you know, right. it's, uh, what's the other word? Um, agriculture. Agriculture. There's another word too. I can't think. Horticulture. Horticulture. Is, is, is oh, agriculture right. wrong? <laughs> <laughs> is agriculture wrong? <laughs> We're high boots. If you're growing in like a giant field, I mean that that you got a farm, right? right. You know what That's I mean? more of like but, a bigger horticulture is what it's. Hor- yeah. I, horticulture is the study of like plants yeah, and yeah. agriculture, mm-hmm. and then yeah. agriculture is actually like you're cultivating it, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. There's also like biochemistry too in that sense right. too. So yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's it's science, bitch. Like when I started growing weed, I literally was like, I'm just gonna like put the seed in the soil, put some water <laughs> on it, and it'll grow, right? <laughs> Bitch, no. There's so much I used more to, to date it. A grower, and um, he used to get his seeds imported, mm-hmm. and I used to see how they would come in so tiny and these little little. Envelopes. Do you want to see some after this? I'll yeah. show you some. Yeah, yeah. I would I, love I'll to. give you some. Actually, I want to give you seeds. I'll give you some seeds. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, my homegrown, I, I got a few seeds from my homegrown, so I'm saving those, and I'm gonna yeah. gift them because I want I want everyone to do it themselves. I want them everyone to grow their own that. weed. Um, but yeah, with that being said, guys, I think we're going to wrap this episode up. Yes. Thanks. So I can't speak motherfucking English. We're high boots, guys. 
Um, Thank you for to listening to the high episode while we talk about high things. And Super the high The plant things. that got us high Literally. today, which is... Um, the white OG. Uh, white OG. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Ricky's loving that right now. Um, thanks for my co-host, Becky Spectacular, a.k.a. Travel yes. Bag, a.k.a. The, the self-care queen. Yes. Yes. We love and appreciate you. Thank you. And thanks, Gels, for coming on the show. We love yes. you so much. Thanks Finally. for joining. Thanks for having me, <clears throat> ladies. I mean, she was already on the show. Check out the House Music epi- Appreciation episode. I forgot what number it is, but it's back in there. I'm like, it's back in there. It's number 21. 20, something around there, maybe. It's 21. Let me go ahead and find it. Or maybe t- not. Maybe like. Oh, yeah. It was number 11, guys. <laughs> we were so off. We were really off. Yeah. Like 26. Yeah, Six. I know. Girl, we've been doing this. We've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, so she was episode number 11. We did the house music appreciation episode. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. We should do that again soon. That'd be cute. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Um, we're, let's leave them with... Um, uh, what should we leave them with, Beck? Should we leave them with, like, like get a pedicure, bitch? Because your feet look <laughs> fucked up. Kim's been coming for you guys lately. I and I <laughs> She's been coming for you guys like your mother. I'm Clean projecting because I need to get a pedicure. Clean your nails. <laughs> Wash your earlobes. Wash your earlobes. Like, Clean the dirt damn. out of your belly button. <laughs> Y'all are some, some filthy motherfuckers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you guys so much. And then if you guys haven't already, leave us a, leave us a, uh, a comment, <laughs> a like on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Share this episode if you like our Send fuckery. DM uh, Kim a pic of your toes after you get out of Disgusting. Don't do that shit. I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, thanks guys thanks so much for listening we appreciate you you guys have a good one we'll catch you guys next week bye Kimbo out brought to you by the Rick Dog Network we'll shoot the damn dog